welcome to the Produce Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Nickel, and I'm delighted to be joined today by Wendy McManus, leadership coach and founder of Connect to Potential. Wendy has a long history in the produce industry, including serving for more than a decade at the National Mango Board before she started her own business six years ago. And I wanted to bring Wendy in for a conversation on leadership. And here's the reason. When I surveyed produce managers a few months back for the new State of the Produce Manager report, I asked about areas in which they'd like more training and education, and leadership or people management was a big one. Now, Wendy is the leadership expert, not me, but I would expect that one of the really critical parts of leadership is helping the people on your team understand that their role is critical, that their work, it really matters. And so Wendy's going to discuss with us today the power of knowing your purpose in work. It's a unique angle, I think, on the topic of leadership and one that I know is going to be broadly applicable to to folks who have teams of all sizes and, and for people individually, I think, as we all approach our jobs. So Wendy, after that lengthy intro, thank you so much for being with us and welcome to the podcast. Oh, Ashley, I'm thrilled to be here. Thanks so much for including me in this conversation. It's such an important topic, an important conversation. So I'm glad we're here. Absolutely. Well, and this this came about, this is something I've been thinking about for a while in as I've as I've looked into like, you know, what what resources do produce managers have? What resources do they need? And one of the things that struck me is there's so many facets to that role, right? There's the merchandising, the artistry, there's the business side, ordering and inventory and PL, there's customer service, there's all these different facets leadership and people management, that's a big deal that, you know, folks may not have necessarily been doing before they were promoted to that role. And what we saw in the results of the survey is not everybody gets specific training on that. And and a lot of them would like specific training on that. And so that led me, of course, to to reach out to you because you're all about the the power of, of leadership and all the different ways that shows up. Yes. Yes. And, you know, we show up as leaders, not just in our people management, right, but the the leadership um, uh, stance, you know, how we literally carry ourselves and the intention with which we carry ourselves through all of those other pieces, the, the merchandising and the business side and the customer service and the people management mm-hmm. all requires that that leadership. And I've just seen firsthand how impactful it is for people to connect with something bigger in terms of their purpose. That yeah. makes sense. So when did you first when did you first kind of start to see this element as so important in leadership, that that element of purpose? Yeah. You know, I um when I was first in in coach training, and I I know this concept was there for me before this, but when I was in coach training, I started learning how important it is for people to connect with and be able to identify their values and their purpose, what lights them up, what fulfills them. And it's almost like we have this built-in roadmap to happiness and fulfillment if we can understand what our purpose and our values are. And as I started applying this, I had an interesting experience last summer. I um, was invited by the New England Produce Council to come to Boston during their annual show. 
And I had the opportunity to work with a small group of hand-picked produce department managers. Super exciting for me because I don't usually get that chance to, to meet with the folks that are right on the front line. And um, so it's a group of 18 or 20 people in the room. And one of the exercises that we did was about writing your purpose story, finding that purpose. And it was so cool, Ashley, to see the the, the dots connecting and the little light bulbs going off over their heads and, and as they did the exercise and then talked with each other and they were getting different ideas from each other about, about purpose. As I set this up for them, I, I told a story and I'd like to share the story with you if it's okay, because I just think it does such a, a phenomenal job of explaining what we're talking about with the power of purpose. I've tried to research this and find out if this is story is 100% true, if it's just a fable. And I don't know, but I still think it's very powerful. And the story goes that in the late 1600s, the architect for St. Paul's Cathedral in London, he visited the site. The cathedral was being rebuilt because it had been destroyed by fire. And he came across three bricklayers. And in turn, he asked each one of them what they were doing. And the first said, this is my job. I do this so that I can get paid and I can feed my family. I put one brick on top of another. He went to the second man and he said, oh, what are you doing? And the second one said, I'm a builder. I'm building this wall. And he went to the third bricklayer and asked him the same question. And this man looked up from the wall in front of him and he said, I am building a cathedral and a kingdom. You know, the first man had uh, a job. He was there for a paycheck. The second man had a vocation. The third man had a calling. The difference was in their mindset. Mm. If we bring this forward then into more current times, there's been a ton of research done on purpose. And um, the the study that I love best is, is was done with hospital sanitation workers. Oh. And they, they surveyed and looked at how people viewed their job and how satisfied they were with their work. And many of them saw the work as, I have a job to do. I go in, I mop the floors, I empty the trash, I clean. Others saw a bigger purpose. They were more likely to speak to the patient, interact with the families, and really see the, the, the bigger value in the work that they were doing, those folks who had a bigger sense of purpose to their work were so much more satisfied with the job that they were doing. Same job, different mindset. So I just, I think that this really can apply. And I wonder what your thoughts are about that, like how, how this connects back to someone that's in that role of a produce department manager. Mm -hmm. No, I, I think, well, I tell you what that takes me to initially is I think about the the universal labor labor struggles in grocery retail and the issues with recruitment and the issues with retention and and always trying to get more people in and and get those people to care about it the way that a lot of these folks that I talk to who've been in the business for 20, 30 years care about it. And what you're describing I think is what often is missing in a lot of the conversation around what a job, what a career in grocery and produce can be. And that's, it can really be a purposeful career. 
Um, And so that's what that makes me think of. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it would be easy to look at this and say, well, look, either somebody's got a, a purpose mindset or not. I don't really think that that's true. You know, when I worked with those produce department managers, they had um, in common a very a positive mindset, but I don't think most of the people in the room before I launched the topic, they weren't thinking about their their purpose, their higher calling, being a produce department manager. It was that I framed it for them and helped them see that there's there's value here in you understanding that purpose. And the exercise that I took them through is it was it was a process of sort of starting from what's the work you do, right? It's the first bricklayer. I put one brick on top of another. I build these displays. I make sure the inventory gets managed. I hire people and fire people and set the schedule, right? The things that I do. And then elevating that one level at a time. Okay, well, what's the impact of that? Well, the impact of that, uh, you know, they could take it down a number of different avenues. They might say, well, the impact of that is um, I have a a job with a lot of um, um, security, you know, and I make a decent living. Okay, great. What's the impact of that? Well, because I have a job that's got security, uh, I'm able to care for my family and provide a lifestyle. And, you know, I can do this and that for my kids. All right, now what's the impact of that? And you keep taking them up a layer, up a layer, up a layer. What is the impact of, of that thing that you're looking at? And you know you've gotten closer when it's something they really care about. And you'll mm-hmm. see them start to sort of spark and light up as they talk about the thing that they really care about. Now there's purpose. Mm-hmm. The work that I do allows me to care for my family. Some of the others came to the point of the work that I do allows me to help the, the families in my community eat healthy food. The work that I do allows my team members to have a path and to start a career forward. They probably aren't um, you know, go, going through a higher education route and yet here is a great path for them to be able to build a career in the grocery and produce industry. So it became a very personal exercise, right? It was not a one size fits all answer that came out of this, but they all got to a place where, and it, it kind of gives me chills just thinking back to that day, every single one of them got to a place where they could understand and connect the work that I do and what purpose does that have in the world? And what do you see, Wendy, as far as what changes when people really adopt? I I imagine over time, I imagine it's not automatic, right? But you practice that mindset. What changes come with that? Well, job satisfaction goes up. The level of care that people put into the tasks, right? If I'm building um, a cathedral and a kingdom rather than just laying one brick on top of the other, I'm going to take more care in how I lay those bricks, mm. right? It also becomes uh, an opportunity for them to lead by example. That individual who's leading that produce department team is incredibly influential. 
So if we've helped that person find their purpose, now they're going to lead by example and maybe talk to other people about like, what's your purpose in being here? Why does it matter that you're here stocking this display and making it look attractive or making sure that the customers are well cared for? So there's just this level of um, commitment that I think gets so amplified. But I want to put the question back to you, Ashley. What what kind of differences would you imagine would happen in the life of a department manager if they really were practicing that mindset of purpose? Well, I think similar to what you just mentioned, the way that you can connect with the people you're working with who maybe they're part-time, maybe this is their after-school job, maybe this is their in-between the end of high school and the start of college job, maybe they're, you know, doing something in-between other things, and they might think, oh, it's just a job. For you as the leader, I I would think, to sort of have adopted that purpose mindset, like you were describing, you, you give that lens to your team members And that to me is the start. And I think career pathing and some other things go along with this, but that can be the start of, Hey, maybe this matters. Maybe you can find more fulfillment even in this than you think, or more opportunity in this than you think. There are things that you can even work on, on yourself as an individual, as you're doing your job each day. Right. Because maybe your purpose is I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be better and more disciplined and more consistent in what I do in every aspect of my life on a daily basis, right? This is me when I, when I'm doing that, uh, that order or, or that, that Apple display or whatever it is, right. I'm going to do it a little bit better than I did it yesterday. And I'm going to see if I can make it a little bit better and a little bit better. And that's me working on myself as a person, right. And my habits and my consistency and all those things. In addition to me doing the technical work that I was hired to do. Right, exactly. You know, what I'm hearing, Ashley, from what you're talking about is values. And at the beginning of the conversation, I talked about that interplay of purpose and values. You know, the values are how we express the the pursuit of our purpose. And so it could be incredibly important to someone that, um, like, my, my top value is connection. If I was working in that produce department, I would be thinking about like, how can I make an impact on the individual customers that are, how can I make a connection? How can I help make their day a little bit better? Because that would make me feel better. That would make my day um, such a such a happier experience. And so how can I not just live that big purpose, but live my values in this produce department every day? Mm-hmm. And look, we're not going to fool anybody into thinking that this is going to be a chosen career path for everyone that comes into your department. It's just not. But what a difference you can make for people. What an impression you can make for people, even in that short time that you've got them. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think to me, connecting that, approaching your work with purpose to how you interact with people Mm-hmm. To me, there's a lot of potential there, right? Because whether it's you're in leadership and you're managing people or you're working with you know colleagues at the same level and a member of the team, or you're interacting with the customer, if you're going into every interaction thinking, my purpose is to make things easier or make things better 
or, you know, some version of that for the members of my team, for my customers, for my boss, for whoever that group of people is, that's a lot different than, okay, I better make sure that the floor is swept, right? It's, hey, I'm looking out for the customers. I'm making sure that that we don't have slip and falls, that everybody has a good shopping experience, that people come back because they had a pleasant experience and it's clean and serene in our department. Um, the, the, The way that the focus, I think, can be shifted from tasks to how I support and relate to other people that's that's kind of what um what moves the needle for me. Yeah, there's lots of juice there. Lots <laughs> of juice. And I'm wondering, you know, I know that your um your listeners and viewers, you've got store level folks, but you've also got got people sort of through the the ranks of the produce grocery hierarchy. I'm I'm just trying to get kind of into the head of of someone who um leads a, a, a bunch of produce department managers, or, or and sometimes it might not be a direct line, but maybe it's a it's a category manager who has a lot of influence. It isn't necessarily their necessarily their day to day supervisor, and they might be wondering, like, well, that's great, Wendy, but like I'm not a leadership coach, and how do I open a conversation about purpose? Um, my recommendation is a, is a couple things, and it all comes back to s- storytelling, right? tell the story about the bricklayers. Mm-hmm. Great way to set up this topic. And there's not one person I've told that story to that has been like, oh yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> what do you mean? Right? What are you talking about purpose? What difference does it make? Mm-hmm. Right? So start with a, a general story like that or do the work yourself. Yeah. And it's probably an and not an or, you know, <laughs> do the work yourself. Understand what is the purpose in your work and your career? How do you connect to that higher and higher and higher impact until you get to the thing that you really care about deeply that you're so heavily invested in that you're willing to go into work every day and and do your best for Mm -hmm. that higher purpose? Mm -hmm. Um, If you can come in and talk to them from the heart, from your own experience, they'll get it. Yeah. And the exercise itself is fairly simple. Starting from what are the tasks you do every day? Just explain what those are and what's the impact of that and what's the impact of that and what's the impact of that. When I say what's the impact of, sometimes you can think of it as like, what's possible because? Mm-hmm. Possible because you do that. Okay, great. Well, then what's possible because you do that? And you could just keep taking them up the ladder. Mm-hmm. Pretty straightforward, simple exercise. And I think- yeah. Anybody can do it, especially if they've done the work themselves. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Well, and again, I I just keep thinking about the sort of the person to person implications, right? Because if particularly if you're a leader who ideally, right, cares about your people, lets them know, hey, I'm your manager. So my job is to make things better and easier for you and make sure you've got the tools that you need to do your job, that you understand the expectations all those kind of things. I'm I'm here to be your resource. Um, your job is actually kind of similar to to help me, right? Your mm-hmm. your job is to make things easier for me. So when you do things diligently, you're making it easier on me. And the easier it is on me, the easier I can make it for you, right? And just like mm-hmm. this 
to me, kind of tapping into that idea of, again, it's like, I'm not only, I'm not only, you know, taking, uh, handling this one shift during the day, I'm setting things up so that when the morning person comes in, it's not a disaster. And, you know, the day doesn't start off in chaos. I'm, I'm laying the groundwork for that next person, or, you know, I'm, I'm, being efficient on this right now, or I'm, I'm tackling this first in the day so that then I can go over and help and train the next person, which is going to free them up to do this over here. Or right. that, that part of it, I get, I, I clearly, I guess for me, the purpose touch point is the people part of it, but <laughs> yeah. no, I love that. And, you know, I feel like what, what you're talking about there, Ashley, um, it elevates the whole conversation to shared purpose, Right. So I've been focused on you asking the question, what's my purpose? What do I care about? Mm -hmm. But anytime you're in that relationship, what do we care about? What's important to us collectively that we can both commit to and do our part to make sure that we fulfill on that shared purpose? Great conversation for a department manager to be having with the team, um, or with, you know, someone from, from corporate, a buyer category manager to be having with produce department managers. Mm. Yeah. What do we care about? Love it. Yeah. Well, and obviously in, in this industry in particular, there's a great, and, and this, this doesn't necessarily resonate with everybody, right? But I think it'll resonate with a lot of people, but the, the act of working in a grocery store and particularly in a produce department, it is so community service oriented. I mean, you're setting things up so that individual people can easily find what they need to make food for their family, right? It's it's making something that has to be done as pleasant, as easy, as positive as possible. And there's such a relatability there, right? Because everybody's a shopper at some point. Yeah everybody's got to do that same thing. So it's easy to understand at least, and maybe this is my point in life as a, as a mom of small children right now, but it's, for me, it's easy to understand like, oh man, they're, they're hassling through here at seven o'clock at night and they've probably had a long day already. I'm going to hop over and just ask if I can help them find or anything or, you know, so again, thinking about it from that purpose level of, hey, I'm not just here for the last hour of my ship shift before I clock out. Um, I want to make sure that I help the people who are coming to us find what they need, have a pleasant experience, go home and think, oh, good, that's done. And it it wasn't half bad, right? That was actually nice. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. What's, what's the, uh, what's the bigger impact I can make here for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. I often tell people, Um, because I still work with a lot of people in the produce industry and I love produce people. (laughs) And I'll tell people like the reason I stay so connected to the industry is because these are the people who grow, move and market the healthiest food on the planet. Yep. We grow, move and market the healthiest food on the planet. Nobody else gets to say that. Like the produce industry owns that higher purpose, shared purpose. Mm -hmm. And I'm with you, Ashley. I think that it's a lot of the reason that people have this deep sense of commitment to this industry, shared purpose. Love it. Awesome. 
All right. Well, Wendy, anything I should be asking that I'm not or anything else you wanted to touch on before we wrap it up? You brought up so many great points. I love where the conversation went and I think we, I think we covered it. Super. Me too. Well, I, I so appreciate you joining me, Wendy. Again, I, I, I knew that I wanted to talk with you about this after I saw that interest from, from the survey um, of the produce managers and folks just really wanting more on, on leadership, on people management. And I think this is, like I said at the top, I think this is a different angle than I would have anticipated on this topic, which is very cool. But again, as we've discussed, I think connects in a lot of ways and is really relevant um, for, for the group that we're speaking with here. Well, thanks for giving me the platform. And I love what you're doing here on the podcast. It's making a difference and keep doing what you're doing. You've got a purpose. I sure do. That that I do know. (laughs) For sure. Well, thank you so much, Wendy. We'll thank our listeners as well. And I always tell folks, if you're learning from or otherwise enjoying the podcast, if you rate and review, that does help me keep it going, keep bringing in wonderful folks like Wendy to share their expertise. And one more note, I have had a number of folks reach out to me with interest in viewing the full report. I did design it as a resource for retailers. So I've made it complimentary for folks on that side of the business. For suppliers who would like a copy, there is a nominal investment. Obviously, the better you understand your customer and their challenges, the better partner you can be. So there is value to this report for companies on the supply side as well. Please feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. It's Ashley Nickel. Nickel is N-I-C-K-L-E. Or my email is ashley at nickelgrowthstrategies.com. Thank you so much for listening. Aside from interest in the report, please let me know if there are topics that we aren't covering that you think we should be, or if there are some awesome people on the retail side you know who you would love to hear as guests. Send it all my way. I appreciate all your feedback. Thank you one more time, and I'll see you next week on the Produce Retail Podcast.